This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Colorado Hunting Hub. This podcast is designed to talk about everything hunting in Colorado. Whether you're a new hunter, old timer, or something else, Colorado Hunting Hub will have something for you. I'm your host, Clint Whitley. And let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my all-new Colorado Hunting Hub podcast. My name is Clint Whitley, and I'll be the host for the show. I'm just an average guy, hunter. I love education. I love the outdoors and sharing that with others. So that was my goal and purpose for starting this this podcast. So hopefully you can get something out of it. And I think anyone can, whether you hunt in Colorado currently and have been doing it for 50 years, or uh, you've always wanted to hunt here, or you've been listening to another podcast or watching some Western hunting stuff and you're from Maine and want to move this way to, to save your dollars and pennies and come and do a hunt this way. I think there's something here for everybody. And I'm going to try and do that. Uh, that's my goal. I, I don't want this to be just me talking the whole time, but uh, I will get some guests in. We'll do some different things. But I look forward to maybe also even bringing your voice out to other Colorado listeners and to uh, bring your questions and those sorts of things out. And, and we'll we'll chat about those. And uh, But I look forward to that feedback. Uh, whether that's just feedback, how much I suck or whatever, I don't care. Uh, that, that I think is, is worth listening to and reading and bringing your voice out. So <clears throat> lifelong Colorado hunters, transplant hunters, experts, uh, in something outdoor related, uh, all of you, all of you listeners, I think are going to fit into this podcast. I'm going to work on bringing you research-based content uh, not just my opinion, because that's just everybody's going to disagree on some point. And you can see that. Take a look at any Facebook page on hunting and you instantly get some massive negativity and disagreement and uh, total online bullying. And so 
I don't want to just share my opinions because I'm not an expert in any one thing and don't need to be giving that opinion completely straight out. This is the end all be all. I'm not, that's not my personality. Uh, I want to make sure I'm bringing different viewpoints and ideas and maybe making people aware of some different things, kind of like the great outdoors uh, act that's in place right now, or uh, maybe it's just some of my methods for how I approach getting a tag or how I approach my elk hunting. So I uh, want to focus this podcast on research-based content on hunting in Colorado, conservation topics, bringing guests with varying expertise, uh, experiences, viewpoints, even just some of my hunting buddies to tell a story. Uh, I'll also be creating some much-needed organization to uh, starting or growing your Colorado hunting experience. And some of this started with my educational background, and, and uh, I'm an outdoor ed coordinator for a school district on the Western Slope of Colorado. And I don't go out telling a whole lot about uh, how to get out hunting to my buddies. You know, that's not part of my conversation necessarily. I, it just, I just end up in that conversation. I'm not seeking it. I've got a neighbor who uh, is new to hunting and he asks me a thousand questions all the time. And I love it. I love chatting about it. Who doesn't like talking about hunting? Uh, in the hunting world. Uh, I got another guy, another teacher who is just starting to dive into the world of archery. And he asked me a bunch of questions. I'm not I'm the expert on all of it, but I've been doing it for my whole life and have a few pieces and things to share. So I thought, why not expand that horizon besides just these two gentlemen and helping them out and all the other things I do career-wise in the outdoor ed world. But here's just a little bit about me so you know who I am. Uh, not just some got kid living in my parents' basement, but uh, not a kid really anymore anyway. But here's a quick bit about me. Uh, outdoor ed coordinator, like I said. So I coordinate different outdoor ed activities. And in Colorado, that typically looks like snowshoeing and camping. But to me, the hook and bullet community is very, very important as that's probably pretty obvious. And so I've incorporated that into our outdoor ed. So we do some hunter ed classes. We do a 3D archery shoot, uh, which is now probably canceled, uh, which is one of my more favorite events uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so that sucks, but <clears throat> that's our world right now. Uh, also, I'm a hunter, obviously, and uh, I spend my time a decent amount of archery, a decent amount of rifle. Uh, I just like to be out. I'm not stuck with just a bow. I'm not just stuck with a rifle. Uh, I, I like both. And so I try a little bit of, of each. Uh, I enjoy going and doing some different archery shoots for, throughout the year. Uh, last year, I happened to win one of the alpha bow hunting challenges qualifiers. And then I ended up winning the alpha bow hunting finals, which was a pretty cool thing. So you could probably find those live feeds on alpha bow hunting uh, Facebook page there. Uh, my finals run, which was the one that was filmed and live streamed. That was my worst run ever. It was horrible. I even missed a target completely, but uh, the heat was getting to all of us and we actually all kind of flopped on that last last round so it was cool that i was able to come through and 
get a nice check and and uh, some new gear and things so a shout out to alpha bow hunting uh and that event you should check it out it's a good time uh, i will be there this year again as well uh having a good time that's a, a fun family event for my wife and my two-year-old uh, which will this year will be his third event going to and so we'll be there also i'm a trapper i really enjoy trapping anything from even the skunks and raccoons to i, I attempt bobcat trapping uh, but I, I do my best a little bit of a fisherman but not uh i don't get crazy into it i love i like fly fishing but i'm uh, i like my wally fishing walleye fishing is uh, something i really find some joy in and going to the midwest in the summer and fishing with family and then i'm a family man i got a uh wonderful wife my wife Kristen uh is super supportive in my hunting and allows me to do it within reason i should say and i got a little two-year-old tie that he's a, a whole handful and a lot of fun and already pointing out in the yard bucks and and enjoys flipping through a bugle magazine which i have sitting here on my my table he's already been flipping through in it and coloring the bulls so he's he's uh hopefully getting exposure to the hunting world of some sort through just being around me but moving on that's enough about me i'm not the reason why i'm doing this thing i, I enjoy sharing so today's date is april 8th that means the deadline for applications in colorado is over um, and especially by the time this gets published and by the time i get some listeners listening to this thing uh, the time has come and gone, but there are still many ways for you to get a tag in Colorado. Uh, one of the opportunity things that we in Colorado here have have set up is we are an opportunity state, uh, and I've heard that directly from uh, Representative Perry Will, who used to be a regional uh, regional division wild of wildlife. Uh, division manager. I totally messed up his title. But anyway, one of the big wigs in in the region around here. And now is a state legislator. And, and I've heard him say that hopefully we are an opportunity state. Uh, but we do have big bucks and we do have some good bulls. Colorado's known for for our, uh, our elk and our deer, uh, whether that's opportunity and or uh, some size and you'll get all kind of varying opinions on whether anybody's doing a good job with that and i'm not here to harp on cpw that's not my interest i'm not big into harping on them so if that's your direction you want to go go for it elsewhere uh, but ways of getting your tags yet colorado's an over-the-counter state and Many states are not over-the-counter, so if you don't even know what that means, that, that means you can show up at Walmart or the CPW office during the season, before the season, whatever, and buy your tag right there. And that's a pretty cool and unique thing for those people that maybe weren't able to plan ahead. Uh, new this year, we have a primary and secondary draw. Mainly the secondary draw is what's changed. And so July 7th, it's a deadline to apply for deer, elk, pronghorn, bear, and to maybe to get in on what the old leftover draw was. Uh, and that's an opportunity. So July 7th, you can get in on that. And then there still will be a leftover list 
uh, after that, after those, whatever tags are still available. Um, and then I don't, I haven't subscribed yet, uh, to go hunt or, uh, Epic outdoors, those sorts of things. Those application strategy, uh, statistics like programs, but those are out there. If, if that's something you want to dive into and, uh, drop a hundred bucks or whatever it is for a membership. But, uh, just so you know about the leftover big game license, cause, uh, Secondary draw and leftovers are what you're going to bank on or over the counter if you haven't already drawn your tag. Uh, so straight from the CPW website, when will the leftover list be posted and when do leftover license go on sale? The 2020 leftover list will be available at the beginning of August. So then you go and check out that list, find a variety of tags that you want. Don't just bank on one. Because there is a, uh, it's a, it's a pretty crazy little system that they got going on and it's a first come first serve, serve basis. And so they'll go on sale August 4th, 9am. That means there is hundreds of people, if not thousands of people online, they're getting ready to buy tags and you have to be so quick to clicking and doing all kinds of things to get your tags. And even then, sometimes it's not that fast as I bet you there's, and I know there are some computer experts out there creating a faster way to navigate that, to get whatever tags they are, which isn't fair. And there's been that survey that was just put out uh, by CPW to see how to allocate those leftovers and how they get posted and all that sort of thing. So I, I bet that changes very soon after this year. Uh, so there'll be that remaining list. And then there's uh reissue big game license. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Those go on that same list. Reissue is a license that was returned for a refund or preference points as well because that person either didn't have the money to pay for their tag or they got sick and couldn't go or they just whatever. For whatever reason, they just could not go. So that's their... uh, a reissue and that'll get thrown back on kind of that same leftover list. And so you can actually find some really, really good tags that, that require a few points that you never maybe wouldn't even draw in a regular draw. Uh, I've picked up many, many tags off of that list that may take a year or two. And as long as you're quick to draw on those, uh, it's a great way to do it. And that's what I'm banking on for this year. Uh, I've got a couple points for deer and I don't want to blow them. Uh, I've got some other plans uh, for some hunts and I don't, this year's not a deer year for me. I still want to go hunt deer, but I'm not going to be dropping all my, all my points on it on, because I may not have that time. So, uh, I will look, scour those leftover, over tags there, try and get one that's for the unit I live in. So I'm not traveling and spending a lot of time away from home and work, but here's my plan. Uh, that's deer, uh, trying to get a third season, tag for um i live on the western slope for 42 is where i live and live on little 10 acres and so it'd be kind of fun to 
I've shot a, a deer here before, but I don't spend much time hunting on my own property just because I'd like to get out and, and have a hunt elsewhere. But I'm going to see if I couldn't shoot, shoot a deer with my bow on my own property. That just would elevate the challenge for sure there. And then elk season, there's a lot of eggs being put in that basket this year. I've got uh, an over-the-counter, it's not even a coveted tag. I'm going over-the-counter archery and uh, got some a spot or two that found some really good, had some great success last year. My dad came out, uh, never really archery, never archery hunted for elk. And we uh, got within 30 yards of uh, eight, nine, 10 different bulls, uh, some really quality, amazing bulls uh, that uh, I hope we can duplicate that year again and actually connect with one. Uh, just those circumstances of another step, another clearing, whatever didn't allow us to to harvest a bull, but it was an amazing year. And I, I think we can duplicate some of that uh, with one of those little honey hole spots we got. <clears throat> bear, I'm not going to put much effort in bear. I've got a, a couple of nice bears already and hoping to eventually get one with my bow. Turkey. I'm not much of a, a turkey hunter, so I apologize if you're a turkey hunter. I've I've uh, uh, stuck a monster inch and five eighths eastern turkey in South Dakota with my bow uh, a few years back, and ever since then, I just that's been the highlight for me. And and uh, hunting Merriams in mountain country is far different than hunting easterns out in cornfields and and. Uh, river bottom. So just a little different, just haven't gotten into that, but I am excited to get my wife on a turkey. Hopefully this weekend, she has never held a big game tag before in her life. She shot one pheasant before and this weekend, hopefully we can uh, get her a tag and go stick one with a bow. She wants to do it with her bow and we've got a piece of property with a friend's house that I think they're, they might be visiting. Uh, my goat, tag uh throwing in my uh points into g10 um whoops shared where i'm going didn't mean to do that uh but anyway last year i actually got a goat tag uh and you're probably wondering how i got a goat tag last year and i'm applying again this year great story and i got an amazing uh story on that which i'll bring to you another time uh, but I did harvest a goat last year, and I'm still able to continue put in for goat again. I don't have to wait a uh, waiting period. Sheep, um, it's not going to happen, obviously, for many people, most people, but throwing in for that. Moose, throwing in for that. And then I do a annual archery South Dakota deer hunt in the Black Hills, which is a riot. And a buddy and I have a good time. So moving on, uh, we have looking at some of those conversations around those deer seasons this year. This is a new big game season structure starting with the seasons. So from 2020 to 2024, there is new season dates. And I've seen a little controversy around those. Uh, it's kind of interesting to see what's going to happen and just sit back and watch. So look at those. If you've noticed, those seasons are a little later. And I'm thinking about deer specifically and how the impacts of that would be. So if you have a late season tag 
And really, those four seasons were always a great time to find uh, rutting deer and get in on some of that time of them big bucks are just stupid. So having that later, later season is going to be allowing to hit more of that rut and having greater opportunity at some nice deer. And so there's a big uh, conversation around how now those late seasons are just going to wipe out a lot of our big bucks. And they haven't reduced any of those numbers of tags for the most part uh, in in that with that season. So pay attention to that. We'll uh, follow it and see what happens. Um, another little concern that I saw in the go to the virus corner uh, that we can call this segment, but Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation funding. I haven't seen this post anywhere, but something I've just thought about. Normally, April. I believe may I go to our local chapters, Rocky mountain elk foundation banquet. And my wife and I have a good time, drop a few dollars on some things and never win a gun, but it's all right. Uh, that money goes to conservation. So, and that's where we renew our membership. So how many of those people are still going to be renewing their membership just because there's not that banquet, that banquet allows that membership opportunity. Uh, still people are going to renew. I'll still renew. But I bet there's going to be a huge drop in some of that funding that Rocky Mountain Elk has uh, because people are going to be less less uh, open with their pocketbooks. So that's something I foresee being an issue. It'll be interesting to see how that plays off. Uh, another thing I'm going to uh, start in the next episode I believe we'll do the next few. We'll do a, a series. So this is kind of an intro episode to start my podcast and and share out some of the the ideas, the structures, some things we'll be hitting. But some of the next episodes is going to be a series all about a Colorado hunt plan series is what I'll call it. And so this will be for absolutely new hunters, new to Colorado hunting or residents. Uh, I'm going to give you a complete organization and breakdown to what you need to get started your hunt in Colorado. I understand how that can be confusing. I understand how to try and find a place to hunt. And you see new hunters asking that all the time. Uh, you see a lot of veterans. They, they've been deployed or they've been in service and going from base to base doing these things. And then uh, they come back to hunting. And now they're in a new state wherever they were placed. And now they need to figure out how to hunt there. Uh, or uh, Colorado is home of many, many transplants. And transplanting, you got to learn a whole new system and how and where to hunt. So that's for you. Or this is for those people from the east or the further west looking to come to Colorado because it is an opportunity state. There's there's ways of showing up here. Every, anyone can show up here and buy a tag and go out hunting. So there's uh, people want to come here and they always are struggling out about where and how and when. Uh, my dad was telling me yesterday that uh, one of his buddies has been wanting to come out here and he missed the draw. So he's looking at a second, third season. And so he's asking questions where and how and when and trying to understand everything. So we'll do a complete breakdown and looking through my show notes, we'll do a where to start, set some goals, uh, an understanding of CPW, uh, some maps, understanding species specific hunt planner. So we'll kind of drop through each of the species tag acquisition, uh, regulations rundown. I just want to bust through the, the, the brochure and just some of those 
don't forget to come to Colorado without your hunter education card because you will not buy a tag. And that, I'm sure that disappoints a lot of people. Uh, scouting, gear needs and not need needs, tents, campers, hotels, and then hunt prep before. Now that you've kind of planned all this, what are you doing right before uh, you come out here? So that'll be our series. And if that's not for you because you hunt here, by the time all this stuff airs, I'm going to be, I have that posted. Just skip over the next few if you're not interested. And I'll have a few more and we'll jump into uh, uh, a, a different series or a different type of uh, podcast that, that you can find of interest. Other things and what those could include are uh, some draw prep, uh, season prep. What are you doing? We're going uh, to talk about some of the different shooting and and uh, preparing for some things. Oh, I didn't even mention my antelope tag that's not on my list. I'm drawing a good antelope tag this year, so I'm going to be jacked about getting ready for that. Uh, and then my, so my antelope and my, my elk are going to be some, some good hunts this year. And I'm putting a lot of effort into those two areas. So, uh, maybe bring up some special hunt opportunities across the state It's totally open for discussion. The great American outdoors act. That's something to bring to your attention. If you have no idea what that is, you've got to know about it. Uh, backpack tax, I think is worth talking about. Uh, some off-season opportunities, things to do off out, out of the season, which we're currently in, and even uh, some things about loving Colorado to death. That's a hot topic, and different things throughout uh, Colorado. Uh, and I'll I'll tap into some nearby states as well. Uh, but as a Colorado resident, what can you do? How can you? Uh, get in the outdoors. And that's my goal is it's here to encourage, to motivate, to educate and uh, get excited about the seasons. So I got some good guests lined up. Uh, Bruce from Whitetail Rendezvous. I'll be on his show after a bit. Uh, I got a couple of good buddies that are going to bring on and we'll have a, a couple of good sessions with them. So Uh, I appreciate you listening and uh, tuning in because if you're hearing this, you're listening. So that's an obvious. So I appreciate you listening and uh, subscribe and follow uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Colorado Hunting Hub is where you're going to find those things. New to Instagram, uh, Facebook been there since 05, but you can kind of check out some of those things there and uh, when we're going to launch and what we're going to do. I'm going to shoot for Sunday night at new midnight to kind of launch to launch each week's episode. So you can maybe be ready to listen to those and you drive to work Monday or now that nobody's driving to work really on Mondays, uh, I drive to my kitchen table and do my work. That could look a little different. So I listen to most of my podcasts while I'm out shooting my bow or working working outside. So anyway, appreciate you listening and hope I can do something for you. And if I'm not doing something for you, let me know how I can. And I will incorporate that right into my, my podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.